Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the ClickCast. And with us today, we have Double J, the author. Give it up for Jimmy Jam. What's up? What's up? And I am your host, the Dean, Ron Studd. And as always, you can catch us on Facebook at ClickCast. Go ahead and find us on Instagram at ClickCast1. We are also located at Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Anchor, and many, many more streaming services to come. We're on you. I um fuck. What is the one I'm trying to get to? Apple. Apple Podcasts. Damn it, having issues, but we're getting there. So, um, getting that off stuff out the way, let's talk about um, Forbidden Door. Today is a click cash review of Forbidden Door, the um, AEW and New Japan show. Uh, Jimmy Jam, let's go ahead and start. We didn't get, we didn't even talk about it. We just went straight into the to review today. So, Jimmy Jam, give me your take on the show overall. Uh, yeah, as someone who thoroughly enjoys both AEW and New Japan, this show far exceeded my expectations because let's be honest, the card was not the best. No. You know, it was a lot of injuries going on, so we couldn't get the dream matches that that, that we all wanted. And the build for this card wasn't the best wasn't the best either. You know, injuries and shit that had to move shit around. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. But the in ring action delivered over delivered far more than I expected it to. Fact. Holy shit. Fact. Good I, show. I don't even know what my match tonight is. I mean, it would have been the four win for the IWGP title, but the ending fell flat. I don't know if that had to do with Adam Cole's injury or not. I want you to explain that um, too, because I wasn't sure exactly what you meant, but I know he had an injury. But it was the, I think the ending kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like it just happened. As opposed to everything yeah, else in the so from what I've heard, Adam Cole has a labrum injury. I don't know if it's a labrum in his shoulder or his... I think it's his shoulder because he had tape. Yeah, I think you're right. Shoulder. Yeah. Um, so it, it looked like maybe he landed wrong or something, and then Jay White rolled in and just covered him to, to end the match quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I don't get why they couldn't just take him out. So what, what I'm guessing is he was always going to take the losing fall. You think so? Match. Yeah, I kind of think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. 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 So I guess they didn't want him to take any more damage. And then J.Y. just covered him and it just ended abruptly. Right. And it came off very awkward. Right. But it's like, it's a forward. Like, why couldn't Hangman take 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 that pinfall? Like, it wouldn't have hurt him. Anyway. It could have been a deal uh, with... I, I, well, no, it didn't matter, huh? Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, okay, you know what? Before we get into that match, because that's way down the line, let's hop yes, into we'll the... Talk um more about that later. We're going to get into that. So let's go ahead and hop on the buy-in. This is one of the most field cards I've seen or been I've watched in a long time. It was like... 
Um, no pauses, no breaks. Very, very little filler in in the um on the entire show. It went from match to match to match. Next started with the buy-in. Um, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo, who I vaguely remember having a couple of good matches. But um, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Um, I was a little surprised to see Goto curtain jerking. I said that earlier. Um, it was just, I look at Goto as like their top mid mid card guy. Like Goto is is pretty much you can fill him in, and he's like good at whatever he does. Yoshihashi, I, I don't know, he kind of falls flat with me. You know, I, I'm I'm not the biggest Hashi fan, but um, Goto yep. it can do anything. What were you gonna say, guy? Uh, no, I agree that uh, Yoshihashi falls very flat for me. Yeah, go ahead, continue. yeah. No, Hashi falls. He always has, has fell flat, and I and I do remember when they started pairing him with Goto, and I thought, okay, they're trying to get him over, but um, he doesn't do it for me. But I do like Goto. Like I said, I think he's a top mid card guy. He's like always the um open heavyweight champion, open something where. He, Whatever one of those never, many, uh, never, never, never open, whatever the hell is called, one of the many, many bills they have in New Japan, he's always there. And he's a solid, solid cat in the ring. He's he's believable. I like his stuff. I've always been a Goto fan since I first saw him. So um, seeing him opening in the buy-in, I was like, wow, did my man fall flat? Well, if he's paired Hashi, he probably did. Um, and this match went as you should have expected it. Um, Goto and Hashi wins. Where's your take on this match, my guy? So, I QT Marshall. He's a good wrestler. For Aaron Solo. That both of them are, are good wrestlers. I just don't want to see them wrestle. I just don't care to see them wrestle. Yeah. So, I didn't watch this match. Me and my woman, we were having dinner. Well, I guess a very late lunch slash early dinner. I was with her when this match was on. <laughs> um, my phone was on. It was on silent, but I could still see, like, the whole picture of it. And I saw QT Marshall. I was like, I'm not turning this shit on. So I just yeah. talked to my woman. We had dinner. And, uh, yeah, but I do like Goto. And I said to you earlier that Goto should have been the one in that four-way for the All-Atlantic Championship. I agree with you. Clark Connors. See, that's exactly. And it's, again, we didn't talk about this earlier, but I totally agree because I think Goto fits perfect in that. He's believable as a champion. He's always has abilities, always in the title contention in New Japan. And, yes, um, and he can he's wrestle man. his he ass can. off. Yeah, Goto's the man. I like him a lot. So Yeah. Um, yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't surprised to see him on the buy in because like he didn't have a match, so just to get him on, on the on this show, it's like, okay, put put him on the yeah. buy in and attack yeah. him match, get get him a nice little win against Against the, the fucking resident jobbers, the pretty much factory. Like, who cares about them? So it was fine, but I would have much rather prefer to see him in the forward. It's nothing against Clark Connors. He's just I haven't seen much of him. I would have much rather. Seen I'm him not familiar at all with Clark Connors. I'm not going to lie, and I thought I agree with you. Goto should have been there. But moving on, um, we had Nick Carmato, Car- Car- whatever the hell's name was. Versus Lance Camarato yeah. versus Lance Archer. Archer. To me, this is further signifies how far Lance Archer has fallen down the card. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, he's in the buy-in, and I I thought the the idea was for him to definitely be in the title picture all the times, especially when you're pairing with a, um, a Jake Roberts. But no, not the case. Um, 
Nick Camarado uh, yeah, gave me Bruiser Brody vibe. I like that. He he, he reminded me a lot of Brody. Yeah, but other than that, yeah. Bruiser Brody. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I got from that dude. But yeah, what were you saying? Um, Lance Archer. He's been very hot and cold. Like he was, he was on a nice little streak before he got injured back in October. I think it was. And then he came back, and he just hasn't really found his footing since he came back from the injury. I think that was January-ish, and it's now fucking June, and I'm talking about him not finding his footing. Yeah. That's a long time to not find his footing. Thank you. Um, Real talk. But he is he is going to the G1 tournament, so, and he should, he should do great there. I mean, he's over big in, in, uh, in uh, Japan. He does great work over there. I mean, I, I like Archer a lot. I do want to see more from him. I always enjoy his matches. But yeah, he's been he's been cold uh, since coming back from his injury. I thought his his little mini feud with Hangman, when Hangman was champion, did nothing for either guy. Right. Um, but I think this uh, tournament can give him a nice little, uh, you know, a nice little. Uh, Re- recharge or something. Let him go to Japan, do his thing over there for a little bit, and come back and like reintroduce him to the AEW crowd. Go, go off and learn a new hole. That's what he needs to go do. Go learn a new yeah, hole. Really. And on top of that, like this match wasn't even announced before. They just like threw it on. I, I had totally. no idea this match. Was, None. It was like, oh, Arch's coming out. Okay, I mean, all right, but. Yeah, was I was like expecting Stan Hansen to come out. It was like, who is this Bruder Brosy looking son of a But. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was what it was. Lance Archer needs to go, like you said, go away, learn a new hold. Um, we're gonna, uh, Lance Archer wins what I call his, um, reverse razor's edge move. He takes out the, which is, um, sick to do on a, a man as big as, um, what is his name? Nick Camarato. So it was, it was kind of sick to do on uh, such a big man, but yeah, it was what it was. Moving on. We got Keith. Actually, wait, 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 what? Move on. I do want to say, Camaro, he needs to get the fuck away from QT Marshall in that factory. That's right. He's part that of the factory. We didn't mention that. I think Camaro, he could be like a breakout. I don't want to say breakout star. Maybe that's a little too much. But he could be a nice little addition to, to the singles roster. But he needs something better than this factory bullshit. Because right. he does look like the second come of Bruiser Brody. I think he really could be. I don't want to pull him too. I don't want to say something special. Like that's a little too big, but he could be a nice little, you know, addition to, to the singles roster. Mm. He kind of looks like Bruiser Brody. You, you know what I'm? Just, I was thinking you know, like a fucking wild man. <laughs> when I he saw has, him, he, he, he can have a nice little spot on the card somewhere. He he remind me of Bruiser Brody mixed with the Berserker. I want him to start going, hush, hush, okay. hush. You know, that, that would have fucking made it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He, he let the fucking berserker. <laughs> but that's all. Sometimes I get a little lost in thought. Okay, next match. Keith Lee and Sir Strickland versus, um, who is it, Connie Morrow? Yeah. It was a uh, Katamaru and, and El Desperado, who's, who's gotten a lot better. Who El Desperado? Never a fan of Desperado, but he's yeah. really, like stepped it up over the past few years. And I remember Katamaru, and he's added a lot more to his character work with the whiskey and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? When when I watched this match, I kept thinking like, why is Keith Lee in this position right now? That's all I was thinking. 
Um, he just needs to be further up that car. And the cold part was prior to like this event, the top of the car was extremely crowded. And the, the, the freaking the, all title pitches were crowded prior to like this car, this um, this event. And now with all the injuries, like they need to go ahead and push Keith Lee up, which I think is their intention. We're breaking up this group, which was no signs of that today. But this group needs to go ahead and break up. Uh, yes, I. So I. How can I put this? <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Keithley, a huge fan of Swerve. And I do like their pairing. I thought it was a good idea to pair them when they're both coming in. Right. You know, but. I don't know if they need to break up necessarily. I don't need to see them like feud or anything, but I do want to see Keith Lee as a single star. And I I think, like I said, injuries really hurt this card. I I would have much rather seen Keith Lee and Swerve go up against like the Good Brothers or something. I don't know. I don't know if they're both injured or whatever. I don't know. But I would much rather see them go against the the fucking Good Brothers or Girls of Destiny, which I know. One of them is injured. I think Tonga Loa has a knee injury, I think. Um, or, or is it the other? I, I forget which one. But one of them I just is saw them injured. show up so somewhere, didn't I? Didn't I just see those yeah. guys show up somewhere? Ta- Tama Tonga, he just rushed. Yeah, so Tama Tonga is fine. It's, it's Tonga Loa who's okay. injured, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, having Lee and Swerve, I mean, great to see him on this card. Great. But against... You know, another just that also ran. Yeah, these were Kanamaru and and El Desperado. They're not that high on, on the New Japan all, card. They're they're very low on the card. So it's like whatever. I, I mean, that's why they're in the buy-in. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's real. And that's my whole point. Like, but but <laughs> but the match was hella good. The match was, it was solid. A, it was a good match. Connie Morrow was a hell of a worker. El Desperado could work. Everybody yeah, in the match was, could work. Yeah, it was it was a really good match. Yeah. But I mean, but it's still like I want to see more from Lee and Swerve exactly. than just a tag team match against two lower card tag team guys on the New Japan roster. And I want them and, like and, you and, said. Oh, go ahead, finish up. No, I'm sorry. I agree with you. I don't necessarily want them to few, but it's probably gonna go that route. But Definitely away from each other sooner than later. Let's let's move on from this tag. Um, so, like I said, Keith Lee, go ahead. He wins with the, um, I'm not going to call it the BBC because I'm a grown-ass man. He wins with the big, <laughs> potatoes cut. <laughs> he wins with the big, bang catastrophe. <laughs> Because <laughs> he wins with that because Big Mac, Vince McMahon had no idea what the BBC was. So he go ahead, he wins with that move. Um, His wife might. <laughs> now she does. Shit. She bought that action now, boss. I promise you. <laughs> uh, don't let me come across some Linda. Shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to put her on a stroll. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> All right, because my girlfriend is like the only person who listens, so I can't. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a sugar mama. Shit. Ooh, boy, 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 boy. What you need, Miss? What you need, Miss Linda? That's what she'd be. What you need, Miss Linda? I got you. Uh, I know I heard her old racist ass. Oh, racist, wrinkly ass. Um, okay, and so at the end of this match, you had my man's Ricky Stark and Powerhouse Hobbs 
came out and talked shit. So I guess this feud's going to continue and maybe come to an end sooner than later. Um, yeah. What what I'm thinking is that Starks and Hobbs will beat Lee and Swerve the second time they have this tag team match, mm-hmm. and I, it's probably going to be Swerve turning on Keith Lee in that tag team match that they've been setting up. This rematch they've been setting up. For a few weeks now, so I'm ready to see that match. I think Ricky Starks cut a hell of a promo. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he uh, did. He did. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I didn't expect to see him on the show, so it was, it was good to see him. Ricky Starks is money on the mic. He's so underrated in that on that show on the mic. That's because you get like the best person out there as far as MJF working on mic nine times out of ten. So um, yeah, he's he doesn't get the the uh, he doesn't get his flowers. Ricky Starks is dope. So hopefully you know R- Ricky you know Starks saying? and and uh, and uh, Ethan Page both they both of them yeah. have great mic skills. Ethan Page needs to get the fuck away from Dan Lambert. I'm not gonna rant about Dylan. Okay, I, I need to see more of Ethan Page. Then I need to see more of Ethan Page. Very underrated. I need to check him out more because I'm a Dan Lambert fan. We disagree. I, I love Dan Lambert. He talks the biggest <sighs> shit. Big fan. Okay, I don't know. We're not gonna start this like, debate right, now. Right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> That's for a whole nother <laughs> show. We're gonna have the Dan Lambert topic of debate. Um, okay, I didn't even pay attention to this. I'm not gonna even front. I did not pay attention to this match. This was like the. Um, the ass boys and Max Cats. Yeah, it was basically the ass boys. <laughs> you know, for some reason, <laughs> and the young boys. Works. I don't know why it works, but it does. It really does, right? Like I freaking love them together. The fact that uh, Billy Gunn <laughs> takes Kit Max Caster to the ring, not Max Caster, um, whoever his name is. God damn it, Bowens. Bowens. There we go. He 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 pushes them to the ring, and they all do the scissor thing. It's the funniest shit to me. <laughs> This this shit is funny as hell. Um, And you're right. It should not work. But all together, I love them together. It really, like, I'm starting to really want to see more of the ass boys. And that probably didn't come out the way I was hoping. But (laughs) I like them. They're good. And the few they're going to have once your boy gets um, back off of injury is going to be great. So I didn't pay attention to, to the other, the young boys in the match. Um, they were, I guess, from the LA dojo, the New Japan LA dojo. That's what I remember hearing. Um, yeah, they were the LA dojo. I the young boys, either. Um, um, yeah, I, yeah, I was like LA dojo cats. Uh, uh, I want to like uh, them, but we all knew who really was going to win. Chance yet, and I didn't feel like doing that chance tonight. So right, and you know, okay, now yeah. this is a perfect example of the problem I had with the main event because I think it was a foregone conclusion of who was going to win. And so it's hard mm. for me to buy into We the match. are going to talk about that main event because right. <sighs> something yeah, about, I, mm. I don't think it was a foregone conclusion. You don't think so? I just think no, because I think they could have like really played up the fact that Tanahashi could have been holding the championship to face CM Punk and mm-hmm. um at a all out. Mm-hmm. But they really didn't hammer that point home enough for me. So mm-hmm. it kind of felt like a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. Right. And and right. the fact and on top of that, they already announced Tanahashi to be in the in the G one tournament. So it's like, okay, he's doing this tournament. He's not he's uh, gonna be in Japan, down. right? Put the belt on him right exactly. now. Exactly. So. again and Part of that to me was like, okay, anyway, we're going to get there because I think I had a hard time enjoying what probably was a better match than I, than I felt watching it. But okay, um, let's go with the opening. We had the JAS, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston 
Wheeler Utah and Shoto Unimo, or as I like to call him, Tanahashi Light. I think he was really trying to be like, did he give you a Tanahashi vibe? I can see that. You know what? He, he <laughs> looks like a a he looks like heavyweight version of um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. That's what he looks like to me. Yeah, maybe maybe just the hair. Oh, okay, he looks like a maybe the hair. Yes, of, of a Hiromu. <laughs> I felt like he was really trying to be Tanahashi though. If you, if you checked him out, like I can see that. No, no, yeah, I can you know see that. Yeah. Um, and he, you're right. He's a bigger dude than for for being red shoes as kid. He's a big, he's a big solid kid. But to me, everything about him reminded me of, of Tanahashi. So, um, yeah. What do you think of this match? This match was fucking awesome. Yeah, it when was. it was announced, I was like, okay, it'll be. A, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Minoru Suzuki. I love Eddie Kingston. Uh, Jericho and Sammy. I like him, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I really like Willer Yuta. And and I like and I like shooter. Um, shout out to shout out to Taya Conte's outfit tonight. Moxley was in a, in a new Japan a little bit, so I was like, this match is going to be good, but it far exceeded my expectations. Yeah, holy shit! This match was was fire, and I, I honestly. At the end of this match, I thought it's going to be a hard time coming up with my match of the night after this match because it was really that good. I'm a huge Minoru Suzuki fan, and he was like at his best. I thought he was really just firing up and kicking ass and doing his thing. Um, Love this match. Everything about it was fire, I thought. Um, And you're right. I agree. I'm a Wheeler Yuta fan, too. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. Please go ahead. Um. Well, I, I had heard that it was going to be Moxley and Kingston and uh, and uh, Umino instead of instead of Yuta, but you know Punk got hurt, so Moxley got that spot. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have much rather have seen Moxley back with uh, Shota Umino. Really, take away against where yeah. Yuta because yeah. Yuta did fucking awesome in this match, and he was that that pop he got when he came out like, was damn. dope. Well, you know what? Yuta. I like the call back to when Jericho attacked him. At that um, mm-hmm. match he had in New Japan, so yeah. that made a lot of sense to have him in that match. And I really like that. Again, storytelling, you know, at his best when you have a lot of the guys involved into it. So um, I, I love the callbacks. I remember, I really remember Jericho attacking him at that match. Well, yes. I think it was yep. <laughs> against Tanahashi or somebody like that, right? I forgot who it was. I'm pretty against. sure it was the Wrestle Kingdom match against Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought, and so that was dope. Um, and again, this kid is a big kid. He looks solid, has good fire in the ring. And this kid, I'm talking about Unamino, Shoto Umino, yeah. Red Shoes, this Shoto, kid. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Definitely has a lot of potential. You know, um, I can see this kid doing a lot at some point. Um, who won that oh, match? Oh, wait, 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 wait. What, but you, you had you had no problem with this match, but it, but you had a problem with Moxley and and Tanahashi because you knew who was going to win. Yeah, but that was for a title. This was match but, was okay, just for no, fun. But this one, it was for who gets the man advantage and blood and guts. We know the heels are going to win the man advantage. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you can't argue with that logic. And and I did, you know, maybe because since it wasn't a title, the man advantage to me part was like it was easy to to forget that as opposed to being for an interim title that I know Tanahashi's not going to be in the states to defend. But yeah, you're right. Obviously. I can the, see the heels. The but heels I mean, are going to advantage. I, yeah. look, I've been watching wrestling a long ass time, so if I can predict the finish of, of of a match, 
it doesn't take away from it because it just makes sense. Like, yeah. It, yeah. No, I hear thinking, you. Like the heels are going to win because, because the fucking booking makes sense for that to happen. And then the heels win. Like I'm fine with that. I, I don't want to be swerved for the, for the sake of being swerved. For the sake of being swerved. Right. Like I hate that shit. No, I, like, I, you're, you're hundred percent correct. If it, especially if it's what I predicted or what you expected and it makes sense, then so be it. Let's do it the right way. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, but you make a good point. But for whatever reason, that didn't bother me as much as the main event. Oh, no, but I, I do want to say I'm not completely disagreeing with you because the, that main event, we're going to talk about it more. Yeah. But I had a big problem with Kyle O'Reilly winning that battle royal. Not because I don't like him. It's just because I didn't feel like he was a credible challenger right. for that. I remember you saying title. that before. I do, but... <laughs> And you know what? That's and, and how I felt to being for being for being too predictable. So yeah. But I'm now Kyle O'Reilly is a former ROH world champion. He's a tag team champion many times over. Uh we'll, okay, we'll go there. But I that's how I felt when I saw Kyle O'Reilly had won the ROH title and then I saw him work a lot more and I thought, Oh shit, now I see why they put the belt on him. Kyle O'Reilly's a hell of a worker. I love his stuff. But we'll get back into that later. All right. Um as you already mentioned, <laughs> the Jericho Appreciation Society won this match. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, my dude, hits a package power driver. Um, fuck, and whatever, they win. Let's put it like that. All right. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Suzuki and Kingston have a one-on-one match so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the, Oh, they went, and I remember I, um, I had wrote down that um, Eddie Kingston hit the Mr. Masawa, Mr. Hura Masawa spot with the multiple chops. And the, I thought his chops were beating the fuck out of Minoru Suzuki. They seemed louder and, and just like to clap the shit out of him. But um, uh, Kingston sold the shit out of Suzuki's chops. And Suzuki's a badass. I don't care what anybody says. He looks like um, he really is in like the, the fucking mafia. He, if, if you look at his fingers, he probably has a pinky missing and shit. That's what Suzuki looks like to me. Like, that's my dude. Okay. So, um, those two together be dope. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. The tag team title match, you have Rapongi Vice versus, um, Great, Great Okan, which I thought his name was Great Old Okan, like Great Okan. Like it's not even Grado. Grado Khan. It might as well be Grado Khan. That's what they say is shit. Grado Khan. But there's really nothing great. There's nothing great about Okan. It's nothing. It's just Great Okan. His new name is now Grado. It's Great Okan. And uh, Jeff Cobb, who. Jeff Cobb, I don't like. Matanza, I do. Go ahead, sue me. I'm not a fan of Jeff Cobb, but I really like Matanza. (laughs) I was just about to sit up here and say that how much Great Ocon has has really improved his his in-ring work, but now I'm sidetracked because you want to say something blasphemous about not liking Jeff Cobb. I don't like Jeff Cobb. I like Matanza. I like Matanza, but I don't, Jeff Cobb can can like can move oh, on. Fuck off. <laughs> Versus FTR. Now, okay, now this is a match again. I'm going to say there was only one way for this match to go, and that was for FTR winning, right? But I enjoyed the hell out of the match. You don't think? I wasn't so sure. You don't think so, really? Okay, this. Okay, listen. Like I said, 
Booking 101 will say if Chicago FTR is the hottest tag team right now, right. yes, you put the belts on them. Right. But my other mind was like, maybe they'll give it to Rapongi Vice and then have them go to New Japan for, for a little while. I was mm. thinking that. Mm. So I definitely wanted FTR to win. I'm glad they won. But I was just wondering if they would have had Rapungi Vice like sneak out of victory somehow, some way. But I'm, I, you know what? I think if they won, they, it might have killed the crowd. Actually, yeah, the crowd wanted to see FTR win that match. Exactly. It was, again, it was one of those. And you got a fanboy as as your top booker. You got, you know, your boy yeah, I mean, is a fanboy, and so he's not going to go out there and not do it. A Chicago crowd? What we're talking? Fucking Chicago. <laughs> So you had to go out and really give them with it, which I'm kind of surprised there was no CM Punk to come out at any point tonight. I was but, surprised about that. Right? I thought he was going to do commentary for it. Yeah, exactly. For the one title match, at the very least, right? Just for that CM Punk moment. But maybe he's in rehab. Shout out to CM Punk. Hope you're getting better, fan bam. But um, yeah, no CM Punk at all on a Chicago show at this magnitude. Um, so basically. You have FTR winning the match. Like, again, they should have won the match. It was a great, it was a good match. Damn good match. It was a good match. You I, know? I feel like it could have been better, but I think that's, I I think that's because the great Ocon kind of just brought it down. I, I don't want to hate on him because he has gotten better. I want to, I want to make that clear. He's gotten better. However, he still isn't that great. <laughs> He's not that great. I mean, do what FT, and, and on top of that, I like Rapungi Vice, but I didn't really. I do like Rapungi Vice. Match. It was like I know you're not. You're not. You're not going to win. I, even though I pardon me, like maybe they will. But I was like, that's just a small, small chance. I wouldn't like bet on it or anything like that. Right. I would have much rather seen the fucking Young Bucks do like a real winner take all the ROH tag team champion, the AEW tag team champions, and IWGP champions all in one match. It should have been Young Bucks for me. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have made sense, honestly. If the Young Bucks were in there, Young Bucks were in there, but I know they were trying to spread the, the, the title love around. Um, and it's interesting that the the world the AEW chap uh, belts weren't on the line. It was the ROH, ROH belt. So yeah, like they they mm. took them off Jungle Boy and and Luchasaurus for for the Young Bucks. Not that they were going to do something like more for this Forbidden Door show. Yeah, no, they just had yeah. the Young Bucks in a, in a random eight man that turned into a six man uh, tag team. Yeah, like, all right. I mean, it was it was a great match, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Was a damn good match. Um, FTR Actually, wins with, with their with the Shatter sense. Machine. I hate the name they have to call it now. I like the Shatter Machine. FTR wins with that one. Um, solid match. Like again, Jeff. Uh, I, I'm liking. I'm actually starting as I was playing around. I knew Jimmy would hate that, but um, uh, Jeff Cobb is is growing on me. I still would rather have Matanza, but um, good match from everybody involved. No weak spots, even, and I thought Consta was actually kept to a minimum. I noticed that he wasn't there a whole lot, but, um, yes, yes, right, which was good, which was good. And, um, because everybody else is, is, are excellent workers in that match. So it was good to see that. Also, there was a spot where I guess where, 
um, Dax had to leave and go for his shoulder. They were oh, selling the shoulder, right? right? He messed up his shoulder. He messed up his shoulder. And I wasn't sure if they were selling that or whatever, but he might have legitimately hurt himself. Left out, kind of got worked on yeah. it, came back. What he were you went, thinking? He went, to, he went to the back to get taped up and shit. I mm-hmm. think that was legit. I think it was legit, too, because it came, like, really out of nowhere, and then he came back in the match. So, yeah, he got legitimately hurt in the match. Um, your boy Cash Wheeler worked his solo for a minute. And you know why I wasn't at work? is because they didn't work a whole bunch of long spots at him trying to fight off both teams. It was like yeah. he was actually kept out of the match, I thought, considerably since they didn't know how to work. I think they went ahead and was working the match you already had planned. And um, Cash Wheeler was just out of it for a lot of it. But um, good match, you know. Outside of that injury, which kind of hurt it a little bit, but good match. They came back in, hit the shadow machine, won the belts, and walked, which I thought should have went that way. And you're right. I don't, and then you know what? If anybody, I see, I thought, um, Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb would win those titles. But, um, yeah, I really saw that. And, and, um, being a thing where they're going into in Japan and, and having FTR head over to Japan. And work over there for a minute, which would have been awesome. But um, yeah, I'm very good with that. Yeah, but again, it was a good match. Nothing weak on the card so far, even with the um the buy-ins. Nothing was bad so far. Yeah. All right. Yep. So we got the All Atlantic Championship. We got Malachi Black uh, versus Pac versus Miro versus Chuck Connors and Chuck Connors on like uh. uh a vigilante Clark from Connors. the seventies. No, his name is Chuck now. God damn it, Chuck Connors. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Clark. His name is Chuck. <laughs> All right, if you say so. His name is Chuck. My name was Chuck, and I like to fight in these matches. I'm not going to say that. All right. Yeah, please, 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 please. <laughs> so this is a family friendly. It's a family it's friendly show. God damn it. Um, except it's really not. Except it's not at all. <laughs> this, so, this match. This first of all, I thought your boy Miro was going to win. What were you thinking? Uh, well, like I said earlier, I would much rather. I mean, of course, I wanted to see Ishii in this match because that was just like, yes, give me Ishii and Miro Pitbull. in the same ring yeah, right yeah. now, please. But yeah. like I said earlier, injuries was just running rampant all over this car. Right, both sides and. Yes, on both sides. Um, I would have much rather preferred to see Goto in this spot as mm-hmm. opposed to Clark Connors. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've seen maybe like, I want to say two Clark Connors matches. And I mean, he's he's good, but he's, you know, he's nobody that I'm like clamoring to see wrestle. Right. Um, so it's like, all right, but we have Miro and Pac and Malachi Black. In the I'm not going to complain about that. And this match was a banger. Banger, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Clark Connors wasn't terrible. He didn't take away from the match, but I had thousand percent agree. If um, Goto was in the match, it would have been that much better. Um, he was somebody I would have believed could have actually won the titles. Um, I thought Miro oh, was actually, taking this all day oh, long. Sorry, I didn't mean go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was going to say, going back to the predictable thing, when they said Clark Connors was entering the match, I was like, he's definitely taking the pin. He's definitely right. <laughs> right. He's there to eat the pin. That's why Clark. Yes. That's why Chuck is in the match. 
Um, and even though it's so if funny, it was, if it was Ishii, I, I didn't know. I didn't know right. who was going to take that. And I figured Pac was going to win, but I didn't know who he was going to pin. See, that's surprising. Um, I thought you would have picked Miro automatically. See, but it's only because I've I've I'm noticing the way Tony Khan does things. Mm-hmm. It's like he it, he he usually picks day one people to get these big moments. That's true. I mean, shit. That's I mean, I was convinced Ruby Soho was winning the Owen Hart tournament. Like yeah. I felt like she needed that, yeah. but Britt Baker got it. She's a day one, and I mean, it was like okay on this in this match. You know, Pac has been around since day one. He was literally at the very first um, AEW press conference in, yeah. in Jacksonville, January, yeah. whatever. So I was like, he's probably going to win this match, and they'll probably do more promos of Nero beefing with God, which I love, and him chasing <laughs> this title. So that's I'm, a good I'm, point. I, I mean, if if it was Nero, Malachi, Pac, and any one of them could have won, I would have been like, I'm fine with this. Yeah. Yeah, I to me this is I thought this is Miro all day. Pac was really not even on my radar as far as winning this match and getting this title. But when you break it down like that, you're a thousand percent correct. That's pretty much what Tony does. Um, it just seemed like Miro's been somebody they've been like getting ready for some sort of title run, something big. But um, you're right. Even him complaining to his God about forsaking him for this match is even better than actually winning the title. So, And, and you know what? You know, he doesn't even need the belt. He, he can just be around the title picture talking about it, pursuing it, beefing with God, and that's perfectly fine. And what is this Pop, title, actually? Pop, he really needed something. What is this title? I don't know. I, you know <laughs> what? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I just want to say this a little bit. I don't know why... I, when he when Tony Khan announced it was a TNT champion, I was like, "That's a dumb name for." I hate yes. it. I still hate it. I hate Just it. call it the TV title. It should be the call TV title. The, call the Intercontinental title. Call the US. Don't get too fucking. It should cute be with the TV title titles. Thank what you. is an All Atlantic Championship? I mean, as far as I know, <laughs> Japan is nowhere near the Atlantic Ocean. I don't know what. Like, is this their version of the European title? Like I'm so confused. Like, is this the European belt? But, basically, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I do think they they, they needed a second, quote unquote, mid card belt. I always liked when WCW had the US and and the TV title. I always yeah liked yeah I agree. I like that too, and it should be the TV title anyway. We, that's I, I totally agree with you. We're good yeah, I, I don't know why it's called. All that. I I, don't I, know. I, I wish I could just talk. I want to talk to Tony Khan just one time because I have so many questions on why he does certain things. And I love AEW. I drop yeah. 50 or 25 if I'm at a movie theater. I pay for every pay-per-view. <laughs> I watch every Dynamite Rampage, you know. So I'm, an, I'm a fan. But that doesn't mean I love everything he does. No, I agree with you. Tony has some questionable decision-making at some time. <laughs> yes. But um, let's see. Pac hits a splash onto... Um, Malachi Black and Connor, and it's he he gets the pin out of that. Um, Miro gets kicked in the face while he has a submission on to um, uh, Black, and uh, oh, Malachi Black hits the uh, mist on Miro in this at some point. So I feel like that's where we're headed, right? Miro and Malachi Black feud. If um, Tony was doing it right, if, that's if the way to go. I am more than fine, with right? Because because put on some awesome matches. He had the mist hit on him, so and I. I, I don't know where 
where Miro's going as far as his character or his healer face, but I agree with you. Him versus Malachi Black, dope. I want to see him versus all of the House of Black. So let's go for it. Um, so Pac is your new All-Atlantic all champion, whatever the hell that is. All right. Next up, we got Shingo Takagi. Darby Allen and Sting, which are the uh, dynamic dudes. <laughs> Fuck whatever no, no, they're no, called. No, no, dynamic dude was fucking Johnny Ace. And that's um, what and, I'm uh, calling them now. God damn it, dudes with attitudes is better. Really? It was it was it was Johnny Ace. Why am I blanking on his name? And and Shane Douglas. Those were, the Those were the dynamic dudes. They were managed by Jim Cornette, and they got into a few of the Midnight Express. I was there. I witnessed that. But <laughs> these were the dudes with attitude. <laughs> that was not better. That's no better than di- the di- dynamic I dudes with no attitude. But I just want to make it clear: <laughs> dynamic dudes are some slack ass. They're the dynamic dudes with attitude. Tag team from WCW <laughs> in, in the early nineties that absolutely sucked. It was Johnny Ace. Jeez, I love those biceps, boss. All right, so <laughs> Johnny Ace. <laughs> Shingo Takagi is somebody who actually like. No, he's Johnny aced out of a job. That's what he is. (laughs) 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 You got Shingo Takagi, who I like. Um, uh, Darby Allen's thing versus the Young Bucks and El Fantasmo, which I'm ready for this dude to like break out mag- magic tricks in the middle of a match. I want to see that happen. If your name is El Fantasmo, I want you to do magic and have glitter and all kinds of shit. <laughs> that would <one, laughs> fucking no. keep that magic shit away from me. <laughs> all right, what do you think of this, this match? It's so funny at the t- at this point in the car. It seemed like this match was kind of thrown in there to me. Yeah, it was it was just thrown in, but it was a damn fun match. Yeah. Like you had you start off with Sting appearing in the Raptors and then jumping off the tunnel to hit the Bucks and the ELP, like you starting off hot like that. All right. I mean you have Shingo doing his thing. It was, and it was supposed to I, I really wanted to see Aroma win this match, but he had a fever, couldn't travel, yeah. couldn't make the show. Hope he gets better. Um. So you know, I, and I, I would rather, much rather have seen Shingo in a singles match. But I mean, I'm not going to complain about Shingo in, in any sort of no, shape or form. No, really. I love watching him work. Um, I had a good time watching his match. It was, I mean, it's it's a fucking young bucks match. I mean, if you've seen it was a young bucks match, yes, you know how they work. It yeah. is all action. It's nonstop, and and it's awesome. And it was the first time I think that the young bucks mixed it up with uh, with Darby Allen. It was I really enjoyed. It. It was I wrote that match. down. And, and that was interesting to see where that was going to go and if they continue that anywhere down the line. I'm waiting to see Sting break off from Darby Allen. I think it's time. It's time for you to, to be your own young man. Um, but again, I you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'm an old school Sting fan. I was a huge Sting mark back in the day. Um, I remember seeing him at the Henry J. Kaiser versus Larry Zabisco double ring because it was for war games and he did the sick dive from one ring to another hitting Larry Zabisco and Larry did as little as possibly he could do in that match because he's Larry Zabisco but that, that being said <laughs> I remember shit like that very clearly I was like this dude is really like sticking his head in and out of the ring to, to get a pop that's all I remember him doing um, 
great match. Really fun match, like you said. Um, El Phantasmo, I, I remember him very little early on, but he looked a lot better. And the Young Bucks or the Young Bucks. Um, who gets Shingo gets to win. He gets to pin on El Phantasmo. Um, good match, man. Good match. Is, but there yeah, was nothing else was, to it, right? It was right? a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, love, I love watching all of these guys work. So, I mean... It was it was a fun match, right? It, right. I mean, it came out of nowhere. It was definitely thrown together, but That's, and that was my problem with that. It just kind of, especially the spot on the card. Maybe if they would have opened this match, because I think, you know, yeah, right, yeah. it would have so felt better. Because it, at this point, it's kind of felt like, what are you doing? But other than that, good show. I mean, you know, and, good work. And you know what, like. I was doing prediction with, with with a friend of mine, and I predicted this to be the opening match because they had Jay White and Adam Cole coming out talking about this event is about the Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club. Right. So I thought they were able to open it up with that classic Bullet Club theme with the Bucks and ELP coming out to, to, start, to start it off. That's mm-hmm. not thought, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it was fine, though. Don't get me wrong. Now, I want to have that detract from a good match. Uh, next up, you have a spot with um, Umino, Shota Umino, and they're um, talking to him about the, the previous match, and then another previous match. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, they're talking to him about like their, their early match, and Jericho Appreciation Society comes through, and some back and forth, and then there's a fireball because Jericho's a wizard. Um, because he's a fucking he's wizard. He's a fucking wizard. Um, I fell softly on that one. I should have said wizard. He's a wizard, goddammit. Um, <laughs> and that was that so yeah again like I said I this match I'm sorry this card this show was match to match to match it was so little in between even when this spot came up I was like ooh break time I get to run away for a second so I just heard that there was a fireball throw but other than that this was a really packed card and they did their best to get out getting out by 840 I thought was pretty good considering how much they had going on but um, yeah, that's like eleven forty on the East Coast. But um, <laughs> good luck with that. I mean, it was. I mean, I'd much rather this length than uh, double or nothing. Which uh, I mean, the card double or nothing. It was. It was a great event, but it was like just too long. Five hours or something like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I guess those are too long. This was fine. I know, and I mentioned how it went from match to match because it was a very full card. And they did the best to keep the show paced as you know quickly as they possibly could. I thought. So next up, you had uh, Orange Cassidy versus Will Osprey. This was the match of the night, and I knew it. You know what? I knew I'm, it. I'm not gonna argue with you about that. I, I knew I, it. I have yet to to decide what my what my, what my match of the night is, but I'm not going to argue with you about this being match of, of the night. A lot of people were shitting on Orange Cassidy, and I have said many times, I am not a fan of comedy wrestlers, but yet somehow I like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I, he just... he. I think he... I like comedy when it's good, and so many times it's not good, so I just shit all over just all comedy wrestling. But when it's good, it's entertaining. And Orange Cassidy, he's not always all comedy. He can no. work his ass off. And so I think that's the difference with him. I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I'd much rather see someone else face Will Ospreay, but I, I knew it was going to be a great match, and mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Fire. I, okay, I agree with you. 
I would have loved to have seen like a Brian Danielson, obviously, versus Will Ospreay. But um, I knew when that match was announced, it was going to be good. Yes. And okay, that disappointed me because I thought that would have been a fire ass match. Andrade and Will Ospreay. Oh my goodness. I still want to see that match. That would have been fire. Um, but when it was announced that was um Arm Orange Orange Cassidy, I knew it was gonna be a good match because I agree with you. I didn't get him at first and I saw him like, who in the fuck is this dude? He was into it. I was loving the gimmick because he does the comedy thing the way it should be done, where the comedy is used as more of a setup to the fact that this guy can really work. And 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 that what makes it entertaining to me is that okay he does all these things to fuck with the person and then come to find out you can work circles around a lot of these cats so um, I'm a huge Orange Cassidy fan um, I knew this message was gonna be good I'm a big Will Osprey fan so um, seeing these two guys go for it yeah oh Will Osprey's a man I'm a big see I love um, Osprey Zack Saber I love their styles I love the um. The British strong style. Big fan of it because it's like a technical strong style, which I'm a big fan of seeing that in the ring. I was always a, a Lord Steven Regal fan. So, yeah, I, I, I love this match. I really did. Uh, yeah, um, Osprey did his thing. I fully expected him to, to uh, win this match. And he, he had to win. And take away from it for me. Yeah. Osprey uh, had to win. Yeah, Osprey is the fucking man. I cannot sing his praises enough. I hope he does more with AEW. I really want to <laughs> see him and Andrade mix it up. I want to see him and Danielson. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I want to see him and Pac. Pac. Ooh, um, yes. That, that Ooh. match. Ooh, I really want to see them mix it up. Yeah, you know, two dream matches now. Him and Pac. And him and Andrade. I think I need to see both of those matches happen. Um, Osprey hit a sick little uh, triple moonsault move that I thought was real fire in the middle of the match. Where he, um, that was a good spot. Right? When the orange, yeah, when he was about to set him up to like a counter move or whatever. But then Osprey countered his counter right. into, into a fucking shooting star. A stand oh, shooting star. Man. Oh, shit, man. I mean, Osprey's one of those guys that do, can do anything in the ring and make it look solid as opposed to hey, early Zach just say this. Yeah. Will Ospreay he wrestles circles around Seth Rollins alright Rollins can fuck off with that shit about who's better motherfucker you ain't no goddamn Will Ospreay alright you're Ooh. good but she ain't Will Ospreay you know what's so yeah, funny they're almost mirroring each other right now as far as their characters and gimmicks but I, I don't I mean look I don't wanna I'm not hating on Rollins. I'm just Rollins is really good. Man. He's really good. And I think he's taking his character work to the next level right now. I know you don't watch Raw, but he's really getting over. It's just the what the way he's he's portraying himself now, I think is, is solid. He's doing a good job and he's um he believes it, so I think it's working. Um we're not gonna go into Seth Rollins. Um, Tyler Black is doing his thing. Uh, so at the end of this match, Tyler Black. <laughs> at the end of this if match, only. Shibata comes out and clears house, takes a seat in the middle of the ring. Um, so I guess is Shibata fully back now? No, I don't think he'll ever wrestle like. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I was at that show when this net got jacked up. 
um, it was it was nasty. Like the whole crowd kind of paused and took a breath for a second, and like he was just like, "Whoa, that shit just happened." Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will always pop for Shibata. I, I love seeing him come out. If he if he wants to just come out and, and kick ass a couple times a year, I'm here for it. He looked good. He looked really he good. Was, yeah, he looked damn good. Yeah. So okay, so we got that. We got to see a Shibata signing, which maybe he'll show up in, in AEW also. I think he is. The way that ended up, I think he's going to show up there. Or we'll see what happens. Um, so you got Zack Sabre Jr. in the next match. Zack Sabre Jr. versus the um, the mystery opponent, who was... Claudio Castagnoli. Claudio Castagnoli. Yes. It, it had to be him. The way... Uh, the way Brian Danielson hyped this up, it couldn't have been anyone but Claudio. If I mean, don't get me wrong, I really love Jonathan Gresham, but no, I've you, been disappointed. You, you're not you're not going to hype up Jonathan Gresham like that. No, that would have been a disappointment. And unfortunately, it would have been disappointing. Yeah. It would have been. And I'm a, I'm a Gresham fan, but no, this was Claudio's spot. And I'm glad to see him back. I would have, I would have wanted to see him do the uh, UFO spin where he used to hit it. And uh, yes, not, yes. Not Ring of Honor. He, was he in Ring of Honor? No, he was. He was. He was. But CZW is what you're thinking of. But he did CZW, have a little short little stint yeah. in Ring of Honor. Him and um, he was Ring. Yeah, him and him and Chris Hero. They were they were the kings of wrestling. They were kings of wrestling in CZW, yeah. but they, yes. they they did fall over the Ring of Honor for a while. I remember my yeah. first time, my first exposure to him was on a Ring of Honor pay per view versus um, Matt Seidel, and those two tore the fucking house down. I had to fucking rewind their match like three or four times to figure out some shit they did. So I was just like, "What was that?" It was one of those times you're like, what the fuck did they just do? And it was a simple move, but they made it look sick as hell. Yeah. And this was like way back, you know, this is still Larry Sweeney times. Like, this is a very young Claudio and a very young Matt Sydal. Very Sweeney times. Yeah. Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, the wrestling world lost a treasure with Larry Sweeney. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, yeah, yeah, I Larry agree. Sweeney would have been special, man. Golly. Um, so... What do yeah, you think of this match? This match, out, I thought this match should have ended earlier. I mean, that pop was, the, the match, Man. the pop was dope. And, and yeah, that was, a, especially, I didn't know what name he was going to use when it came out with Claudio Castagnoli. I was actually excited for that part. But, um, what do you think of the match itself? So, Zack Sabre Jr., he is one of my favorite people. A lot of people don't like to, don't like the way he works because he's, you know, the technical yeah, wizard and all yeah, that. Yeah. You know, but I like that style. I that's probably my favorite style to watch that, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, getting Zach Tipper Jr. in there with, with Claudio, you know, it's not gonna be bad to me. Like I mean it's uh, of course they could have stunk it up, I'm not saying that. But they didn't. That match was fucking awesome. It was hard hitting. It was Zach Tipper Jr. doing his Technical wizardry shit, mm-hmm. twisting, twisting up Claudio. Yeah, but I thought the way they built this match with Zack Saber Jr. calling out Brian Danielson, saying he wants to find out who the best technical wrestler in the world is, it didn't really make sense to me for Claudio to win this match. I thought it was going to be uh, Zack Saber Jr. like 
hitting him, giving him a fucking low blow or something, and then like rolling him up or mm. like basically heal on him some somehow some way right, like, right. to win. And then we can have that match down the line about with, with Zachary Jr. and Brian Danielson to find out who the best in the world is. But he's already lost to Claudia, so it's like, yeah, you're really not on Daniel's level, baby. Right, right. You can't even beat this boy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, like you, you lost to the to the to the replacing guy. So you know. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, you know, it's so funny. I okay now. To exactly to what you said, this is why I thought this match should ended quickly. If and not as quickly as they thought, as they made you believe it was going to start or end, I should say. And the beginning of the match, yeah, Claudio oh, comes in and like hits the, the hits his uh, finisher. What is that finisher called? God, I can't remember. Neutralizer. Uh, hits the neutralizer, and just at the last second, your boy Zack Saber Jr. kicks out. And I really thought, oh wow, they're going to end it that fast. I thought it was legitimately going to go that quick. And I thought it should have ended within five or six minutes, and to give the with the um, the caveat being that Zach Zabra Jr. lost quickly because he didn't know it was gonna be Claudio, and that was gonna be his excuse. He got beat by because he wasn't prepared, and Claudio came out and hit him with a couple quick moves, and that was it. I thought the longer it went, the more it was gonna hurt Zach Saber because I thought Claudio had to win; he shouldn't lose in his debut. It's not WWE. So I figured he's going to win his debut for AEW match, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. that was my only problem. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm not saying that. Look, it, it's never a good idea for someone to lose their debut match, especially with Claudio going into blood and guts on on Wednesday. But I thought it would have just made more sense for him to lose and not even lose clean. It should have been a heel. Zachary Jr. healing on him, like I said before, doing a, a low blow or some sort of ref distress, something. So it's not like a clean victory, but Zach Sabre Jr. still gets the win. So he can still say, okay, to Brian Danielson, who is the best technical wrestler in the world? Right. We, we, we know already. I mean, we know that it's Brian Danielson because he just lost to Claudio. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and what yeah, they haven't met. You know, I, I fully, yeah, I fully expect Zach Sabre Jr. to to beat Danielson now that that he's lost to Claudio, some sort of like a roundabout 50-50 booking way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we'll see. You know, I, the one thing I have with this match, I thought Claudio looked like he hadn't wrestled in a big match in a while. I don't know how yes. many uppercuts <laughs> he threw. <laughs> like, can we move on from the uppercuts, bro? It was um, he just looked like he was on a he knew he was going to be over and so he was going to do he didn't have to do a whole lot to get over and that's kind of he, thought he that played he his greatest hits yes I'm fine with yes. Shit. it's not the it's yeah, not a bad thing a but I, I I guess with Zack Sabre I wanted to see some some dope shit that maybe he hadn't broke out in a long time and I didn't see any of that so the match was like and it went longer than I thought than I thought it should have went so it was it was an okay match but I thought it could have been better but um, it was I'm happy to see Claudio. It wasn't like this hell of a match I thought he could have had. I am ready for him to pull out that spinning, that, that UFO spin he does. Mm-hmm. I hope he does it at Blood and Guts. He's going to do it. He'll, he'll break it out. So, oh, and how, how can I not mention that he pulled out the OG Recola bomb? Yes, the Recola bomb. Like, yes. 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 Yeah, I mean, and he also did a sick move where 
I guess Zack Sabre Jr. had a triangle arm bar, arm lock on them, and they were outside the ring. And so at oh, some point, yeah. Claudio just did some shit where he picks him up, like basically hold him up on his one arm, who's locked in the arm bar, walks up the ring stairs into the, like, you know, those fucking Zack Sabre into the ring from that position. It's just one of those sick-ass yeah, Claudio moves, dope. right? That was dope. It was dope. One of those sick-ass things that Claudio just does that's like, shouldn't be able to do that, bro. Like, fuck. He's he's a man. So, um, and he won with the fucking, with the powerbomb. So, yeah. And that was it. Good match. Good match. I just thought it could have been a lot better. Um, and I thought it should have been quicker to uh, save face for Zack Sabre. So we'll see what happens with that, where that goes, because it has to actually pick up, obviously, in the next match. Now, the IWGP title match. We got Adam Cole, you know, and I almost forgot about this match. Yeah, Adam Cole, Kushiska Okada, Jay White, and Adam Page. I want to let you take the lead on this one. What did you think of this match? Uh, this match was going to be match of the night for me until that ending. Um, I thought this match was insane. I mean, I, I will, I, I, re- I much rather prefer a straight up singles match. I'd much rather have seen Okada against, um, uh, Adam Cole in one match and then have Hangman versus Jay White in another match. But, mm. I guess Adam Cole really can't work a singles match right now because of his shoulder, mm-hmm. and he looked like he got fucked up in this match, so whatever. <laughs> Hope he gets better. Um, but yeah, given all that, this match was fucking awesome all the way straight through, and then the ending comes. It was um, uh, Jay White slipped and he gave Okada. Was it Hangman? Which one did he give a blade runner to? He gave he gave to Okada. It was to Okada. Pushed him out the ring and he just pinned Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And it was just very anticlimactic. It was came out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what? Did he mean to kick out? Did the ref fuck up or something? But you saw the doctor checking on Adam Cole after the match. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they ended early. I don't know what happened. They it definitely cut away quickly. After the pin, they cut away real quick. So, I, you know. The match was, to me, okay, you're right, as far as the match being fire. And I was, as the match was going, I'm thinking, uh-oh, this might rival the opening match, right? Because the opening match I thought was really good. And then something about in the middle of the match, start, it, I, no, I take that back. It was the way it ended, yeah, that just kind of that cut off right at the end. It wasn't like the buildup I thought it should have been to the finish. Um, and we'll find out if there was an injury or something later on, but you're right. And I thought this match was going to rival my feeling I had on the, on the opening match, like I said, but it did not. And that was only because the indie fell flat. Otherwise this would have been a contender for match of the night. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, like I said, it was going to match the night for me, but that ending, it just fell flat. I don't, right. it, it seems like they're telling this story of Jay white, Fucking over Adam Cole, his, his quote unquote friend sorry. or whatever. That's what I was trying that's to get That's why to. Adam Cole had to take the fall. Yeah, but maybe they should have called an audible and just like got him out, out, out of the match and the shoulder got I, messed up and then had to hang. Yeah. Him. I think that's that's why I was trying to get to the point that the story of the match that Jay Jay White was going to fuck Adam Cole at some point. I think that was like 
what they were telling. And so they're setting up for a few, or is it going to be a battle for supremacy for uh, the leadership of the bully club? I don't know, but that's where I think that's headed. So, and just side note, I want to say Jay white is an example of how you build a character to be a, a fucking top notch guy. I was not the biggest Jay white fan early on when he was first in new Japan. I thought his first round with the title was like, why, why would you put the title on this dude? When he won the belt this time from Okada, I thought, okay, well fucking Jay white's the man. He's been built to be a top notch guy. Something that WWE has not done in probably 20 years is take a dude and really build him up to be like a real legitimate top notch star other than John Cena. So um, kudos to them for, for making Jay yeah, White. You know what? I, believe I completely in. agree because when Jay White came back from excursion as, as a switchblade, I was like, yeah, whatever. Right. He, he he was putting on some boring ass matches. I remember him at Wrestle Kingdom against uh, Tanahashi when he came back. And it was just yeah, it was like, yeah. it was boring. But he's gotten a hell of a lot better. Like he is the fucking man now. I yes. love Jay White now. I'm definitely I, a I fan really now. Like when wrestlers progress, I, I love seeing progression. And again, I, I think. I give a lot of that to New Japan for actually building a star, making a star. And and for me, just seeing him come from that point when he first came back to New Japan to where he is now, it's like, that's how you build somebody to be, a, you know, a top-line guy, a main event dude. And I just haven't seen that happen in, in a long time to where somebody who I didn't like or didn't believe in, and now I see it's like a legitimate, legitimate dude. So, good job. Um Next up and final is the interim ADW World Heavyweight title match. The match that I said fell majorly flat for me because I knew John Moxley was winning. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Tanahashi versus John Moxley. Take it away, JJ. So the the first few minutes of this match felt it fell flat to me, not because of the predictability of it, but because of the way the last match ended. It ended so awkwardly, and I was just like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. So when this match started, I was I was kind of out of it. I wasn't really interested or whatever. But as the match kept going, I was like, oh, I started getting into it. And, I mean, just like every other match on this card, it was a fucking banger. This match had, I mean, this card had no bad matches. Like, every match was either good or great. Um, that's why I said in the beginning that this card exceeded my expectations. But you know what we um, did miss out? I'm sorry. I need to go back really quickly. In there somewhere, I missed out on Thunder Roses versus Tony Storm. Um, <laughs> How could you? Why? Because you Thunder said nothing fell flat, and you said nothing was whack. This match was like five, seven minutes. Um, it was over before it started. The the devaluation of Thunder Rosa continues. That's all I'm saying. But she's still the champ. <laughs> but you know, but you know what? Like, it wasn't a bad. Ma- it, it was short. It was too short for my taste. Yeah. I thought they could have gotten maybe seven, eight more minutes. Right to um, build it into something. Yeah. And, yeah, and and the and Thunder Rosa, her, her feuds. She has she hasn't had a good feud since winning this title. But the matches are always good. True. True. Um, I, I just want her to get some better creative. Because she's great in the ring, I, I love her in ring work. But I don't know, I don't know what Tony Khan's issue is when it comes to booking her as women's champion. Because her, 
that these these builds leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. And I thought they should have had Tyre Valkyrie come in and face her for this for this uh, for this event. That would I be dope. That would have been much. And it's nothing. It's only I love Tony Storm. I, I I've been calling for Tony Storm to be an AEW for a long ass time. So I'm glad she's here. But if it's called Forbidden Door, let's get some Forbidden Door shit. You know. Right. 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 I mean. Maybe that's why this match fell a little flat because it was just Tony Storm and I was waiting for her to have a better spot than here because it was clear she wasn't winning at Forbidden Door. But, and again, maybe my, my thing in the title matches were all predictable. And so they kind of were like, okay. But oh, actually, you know, I, I do want to say though, this is when predictability hurts a match because Thunder Rosa, her, her booking has been so poor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I know you're not going to take the title off her because right. she hasn't really done anything with it. So in that sense, it does take away from, from her matches. Right. But that's not right. Thunder Rosa's fault. That's Tony Khan's fault. This to- yeah, I, the way Tony Rosa has been booked here from here on out, or the way she has been booked, I think is, is terrible. It's piss poor at best. So... Here's a better thing for Thunder Rosa. You're right. She's a legitimate star and should be treated as such. Um, the two best things to come out like of NWA. Like I said earlier, right. I just want to talk to Tony Khan because some of his decisions are. That's your pushy. dude. I That's your I don't dude. Get them sometimes. Okay. We're going to go, jumping back onto the Tanahashi and Moxie match. Another. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, well, again, this match was, it wasn't a bad match. It was a good match. I don't think Tanahashi and Moxley could have a bad match together. Um, I just knew that Moxley was winning this match. And so, and it almost felt like the crowd was a little disappointed that he did win the match. <laughs> like, I know you guys I mean, didn't think, all, right? Go Ace. Or go Ace. Go, there was, this crowd was hugely behind Tanahashi. He was treated like a fucking star, as was Okada. But, um, and again, being in the, in the main event, Tanahashi was treated like a big deal. And, and, Shout out to Chicago for for making him come off like a big deal that he is, but um, I I felt like the crowd was going to be very disappointed when Moxley won because they were so much behind Tanahashi. See, I don't I don't think they were disappointed. I mean, because they they did pop when when he won. Yeah. Um, but Tanahashi he got a bigger reaction than I expected him to. I I knew he was going to be over. But I didn't expect them to chant "Go Ace" the way they were chanting. Oh for my him. goodness! They were on his ball sack. They were loving Tanahashi, man. The Ace was over tonight. He may have been one of the most over. Well, I should say maybe one of. I don't know if not him who was the most over over cat tonight. Like with the crowd, Tanahashi was the man, and I was uh, surprised. I think the biggest pops had to go to Okada and Claudio. And Claudio. Those two guys. And yeah, I yeah. Two biggest pops tonight. But as far as just being over with the crowd throughout, Tanahashi. He was probably right about that. So, but um, good match. Good. I mean, again, I don't think yeah, they have a yeah, bad yeah. one. Solid, solid, good match. And so your new interim heavyweight world champion from AEW is John Moxley, the first and only two-time heavyweight champion AEW. What's your take on that guy? Um. Yeah, the match they had a fucking war. This match, yeah. and I'm happy to see that Mox is the very first two-time AEW champion. I think he, I think he, he earned it. He, he deserves it. 
Um, you considering that his first run was during the pandemic and there was no fans and all and of that. That's so what the felt. I'm yeah, glad to yeah. see that he gets to hold hold this belt in front of in front of fans finally. And That'd be um, cool. Yeah, it, it it was predictable. I mean, there was a part of me that's like maybe since they want to do Tanahashi versus CM Punk, maybe they'll have Tanahashi. Excuse me. Mm. Maybe maybe they'll have him holding the, the interim title and then do a unification match and, and all out. But it was like that, that's just that maybe that's just me being creative, I guess, for lack right. of a better word. That's right. like something that very unexpected that I that I don't, I don't think was. Going it would be cool to see, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. The, the match was awesome. Like I said, I didn't like the way it was it was done. Um, I I don't like battle royals. I wish Tony Khan would stop doing this casino battle royal shit and just do Aztec warfare. Mm. I cannot stress how much I fucking hate. The casino battle royal it never comes <laughs> off good it's five guys in at once it always comes off clunky and, yeah. and weird and awkward it, it's it's just a cluster but i can't stand it it's like they're trying too hard because like, i just think they're trying too hard with those battle royals like come with your and idea I, I did not like the way he he booked that battle it, you know it, it was like it was it was like the first draft of something and instead yeah. of finding that that idea, he just took his his first draft and said, "Okay, we're going to do this." Fuck like, it. Mm, you need some more thought in that, buddy. Facts. That's a good one. Yeah, I love that uh, that that metaphor right there. What you call it? Um, so this match ends. How did it end? It ended with uh, Tyler hitting the high fly flow a couple times on the Moxley. One outside the ring, one inside the ring. Uh, Moxley comes back. You know what I noticed in this match? Um, Mox was using a whole lot of Brian Danielson offense. I wonder if that was supposed to be like a call back to them being in the in the club together. But he used the elbows that Brian Danielson used. He used the um, stomp to the face when Brian Danielson grabs the wrist and starts kicking a dude. He used that. I think it was something else. So yeah, like, he, no, but he, he's right? been doing that for for a few weeks. Has he? Okay, okay. Maybe I'm off on that one. I fall asleep a lot. So. <laughs> 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 so maybe I missed those, but I just tripped like, wow, he's using a whole lot of dangles in offense, and, and I don't know if that's supposed to be the influence from them being in the club or what. But um, really, yeah, I, I mean, it's more of a you know, like full combat club thing. Right? That maybe that's what it is that they do. It's their shit. So good match. And so at the end of the match, you get um, the Jericho Appreciation Society again. They come out and they um, attack. Uh, Moxley and Tanahashi, Claudio Castagnoli, and the I almost called them the Bullet Club, the fucking uh, Blackpool Combat, Blackpool Combat <laughs> Club, Blackpool Combat Club. They come out, they join Claudio and beating off. I shouldn't say that, and beating back the Jericho Appreciation oh Society. Family friendly show, despite beating the fact that I like saying fuck a lot. You say the f word a lot. Family friendly show. <laughs> they beat back. The Jericho Appreciation Society. <laughs> and that's how the show comes to an end. What was your take on the show? On the ratings of, was it blah, blah, blah? Was it okay? Or was it this is wrestling? Well, I mean, if those are my three options. Those are your three options. This is wrestling. I mean, um, definitely this is wrestling. I could have done without the Jericho Appreciation Society coming out at the end yeah. doing the whole 
team versus team gang wars thing. It didn't take away from the show to me, but it was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really need this. I saw them come out. And that was like the third Jericho time, right? It just yeah. came off. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but on a scale of one to ten, how I would rate it, I'd probably rate it maybe... 8.8 maybe 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 even a nine a straight nine really was, a nine I, I you go that high the, the way the, the in-ring work for what it was and the way i thought this car was going to go i expected it to be in like 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 a like a uh, okay type show but this show was fucking awesome mm. and maybe that's why i rated it so high because i didn't expect the, the show to be this great i definitely put it in that high seven low eight range Really? I put it in the high a, seven, low a eight. High seven, low eight. You know what? I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say an eight. A solid show. eight. A solid eight. Yeah. It's a good show. And, and, and not only because there were, I think even the Claudio coming out, I wasn't surprised by that. So nothing on the show caught me off guard. Maybe the Chapada coming out. I didn't expect him to come I, out. Th- but that's a little unfair because... If someone else besides Claudio came out, it would have taken away from yeah. the show. So yes. you, you, so you, you, you can't say that King coming out took away because it affected, but then also taken away if it was somebody else. But on that note, yes, it was a good show, and I'm glad it I watched was a great it. Show. I'm glad I ordered it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the fallout and seeing what happens next. So on that note, it's late. I am looking LeBron James finally. Let's get it done. Come on, guys. Trade that old motherfucker who's bringing down my favorite team. Do you think Kyrie is coming in? Do you think Kyrie is coming in? Sorry. Do you think Kyrie is coming to the Lakers? They ain't getting no goddamn Kyrie. <laughs> That's not, they don't have the trade assets. They don't have the cap space. They ain't got shit. I don't right? want his finicky ass anyway. Okay. <laughs> get get rid of LeBron. Get rid of Russ. Uh, get rid of AD. Tear that whole uh, shit down and start anew. You can get a King's ransom can, for the fake okay. King LeBron, get the fuck out of L. I'm ranting. I'm ranting. Get this motherfucker. If you can get like half a season out of AD, that changes everything. You're back into the gold, baby. It's ring again. All right. AD is a man. And he just can't stay on the fucking court. Street clothes? Fuck him. (laughs) Get all of them off. I want to enjoy the Lakers again. And I haven't since Kobe retired. I know. I know. Okay. Whew. Exhale. Exhale. Fucking Christ. All and right. with that said, thank you so much for listening to the Click Cash review of AEW Forbidden Door. I'm glad I didn't say double or nothing. Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> like I said, go ahead and catch us on Instagram at ClickCast1. You can find us on Facebook at ClickCast. You can find us on Instagram at ClickCast333. Go ahead and stream the show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Anchor, and many, many, many more streaming services to come your way. I have been your host, Big Ron Studd. That is Jimmy Jam, and we are out. Say goodnight, Jimmy. Hashtag Trey LeBron. (laughs) Exhale. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.